treasure, you are our heart's desire. Bye. 
other treasure. of the living God and all shall say Amen Oh hallelujah to the lamb that was slain give a big clap offering to Jesus as you take your seat we serve a great and an awesome God and we have to focus on him he means everything to us if you have a revelation of the God that you serve you will enjoy your walk with him. Hallelujah. Amen. Give a big love offering to Jesus. God is good. And all the time. Tell your neighbor you are blessed. Beyond measure. Your miracle is on the way. It's coming to you. Speedily. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Today we are all in the mood of worship. It looks like we should be lying down, prostrating, adoring, and magnifying. It's coming. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good. And all the time. I want to share with you what we have this morning. My time is short. You know I like preaching. And the time too is short. 
So I'm going to manage somehow. God will help me. Say, Mommy, God will help you. Hallelujah. I'm coming to bring a very important subject this morning. We have been doing the series on financial stewardship. Today, I'm coming to talk about tithing. Tell your neighbor, tithing. Very important. It's going to be a big blessing to you. Everything is in my spirit, but I want to take my time with it so that you get a deep understanding. You'll be comfortable. You know what you're about when you're tithing. You know, nobody will confuse you in the name of Jesus. For the sake of time, let's rise up. I don't have much time, so we can quickly read our scripture and get into the word. Reverend Roland preached a powerful message last week, your work and your job, how to get into your work, even though you may be doing your job now. We went into it on Tuesday, but I want us to go into it again. So we are going to have a business forum where we are going to zero in on that. Is it a good idea? Will you come? I've heard all the yeses. We are going to do a business forum and we go deeper into it because the time is very short, so he couldn't go into all the details. And you find out what your job is and what your work is and how to enter into your work and how to fulfill your divine destiny. Hallelujah. So we want to read Malachi 3, 10 to 12 quickly. Malachi 3, 10 to 12. Malachi 3, 10 to 12. Do you have it? Okay. It says, you know I'm new King James. Because I don't, okay, let me read here for you. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there may be no room enough to receive it. Shall we move quickly, please? And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast forth, cast her fruit before the time in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all the nations shall call you blessed, for ye shall be a delightsome land, says the Lord of hosts. Amen. One last scripture, Luke 11.42. Luke 11.42, one from Old Testament, one from New Testament. Luke eleven forty two, But woe unto you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and ruin and all manner of herbs and pass over judgment and the love of God. These ought ye to have done and not leave the other undone. Amen. Hallelujah. Please be seated. Today we are continuing on money matters. Hallelujah. And I want to establish, as I've said earlier in the teachings already, that God owns everything. Tell your neighbor, God owns everything. And if you are not sure about it, find somebody who passes and is going to be buried. Doesn't matter if the person has 10 houses, 50 houses, 19 houses, 25 houses, the one goes in a small box and that is it. We came with nothing and we are going with nothing. Everything that we see here belongs to God. And when we are going, he makes sure we don't take anything of his away. We leave all here behind. If you have this understanding, you know how to take care of yourself. If you look at the Bible, there are many, many warnings about money in the Bible. The Bible says that it's not money that is bad, but the love of money, 1 Timothy 6.10, is the root of all evil. 
You have to use money. We are here to use money to achieve the goals that God has set before us. Each of us has an assignment to fulfill, and God gives us money to fulfill that assignment. But you don't have to love money more than your neighbor. You don't have to love money more than your neighbor. And the love of money should not cause you to stop serving God. Some people pray and believe, God, I want a breakthrough. I want you to do something in my life. As soon as they get one small breakthrough, you don't even see them in church again. It's lack of knowledge. They don't respect anybody. They look down their noses at everybody. They lift their necks high. They are proud. They are arrogant. They don't realize what they are holding does not belong to them. What you are holding belongs to God. Tell your neighbor it belongs to God. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. There are people who chase money. And by the time the money comes, they are even dead and gone. Because they do all kinds of things to get the money. And by the time the money comes, they are nowhere to be found. Or the same money that they chase is the tool the enemy uses to destroy them. Because they don't have an understanding and they don't have revelation. If you look in the Gospels, there are so many warnings about money and the misuse of it. The first thing in Israel had to do with money. When they were moving into their promised land, the Bible says the children of Israel had a war. There was a war that went on, and what happened was that many of the children of Israel, that God told the children of Israel through Moses that they should not touch the accursed thing. When you go into battle, it's not every battle that when you go in, there's something there that you should take. Sometimes God says, these people, they are cursed. Everything belonging to them is cursed, so don't touch anything. And there was a time in Israel like that, that they were told not to take anything. But somebody went and took a Babylonian garment, a wedge of gold and a wedge of silver. And God was against them. Hallelujah. So the next battle that they went to, because the, the person was holding this accursed thing in his hands, they lost the battle. And they were wondering, why did we lose the battle? God said, somebody in your midst has something. And it came out. So money, the love of money, even on the way to the promised land, trouble was on the way because somebody's eyes were red for something that they saw. The first apostle to fall, Judas, why did he fall? Money. He went and sold his master, the one who is in charge of the money. He went and sold him for money. He didn't live to enjoy the money. He died before he could even enjoy the money. The first sin in the church, in the book of Acts, was about money. Ananas and Sapphira, they forgot that everything they had belonged to God. And they said, oh, we sold our land for 100,000. Meanwhile, it was 200,000. When they asked them, they said, that's how much we sold it. The God who owns the land knew how much they sold it and was bringing sin into the church. It was too early for such things to start in the church. So God has to set an example. They were struck down and they died. And because of that, you realize that money is a serious matter in the church, and we have to understand what God has to say about tithing so we know how to live our, vibe, our lives so we will not incur the wrath of God and will not live in ignorance. What is tithe? I'm running a bit because of our programs for today. What is tithe? But I'll make sure you get it. What is tithe? It's a tenth of all your increase. Everything that comes to you, the tithe is the tenth. God said, 90, I dash it to you, is for you. Because I own it all. And I said, if you go and work, respect me. 
Respect me for the breath I give you. Respect me for the life I give you. Respect me for who I am in your life. Recognize me that I am the God of your life. The one who has given you energy, breath, health, wealth, and all that you have. Give me 10%. It belongs to me. That is what I lay my hand on. Leviticus 27:30. Can we look at that, please? It is holy unto the Lord. The tithe is holy. It belongs to him. When you get your money, don't even waste time. Take the 10% out. Bible says, I said, it is holy unto me. Hallelujah. And all the tithe of the land, whether the seed of the land or the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy. Tell your neighbor, it is holy. It is the Lord's. It is the Lord's. It is the Lord's. And it is holy. Now let's trace our story from the, from the Old Testament. We start from the Old Testament. Our first account of tithe, you see it in Genesis 14. Genesis 14. We look at it from, we'll read verse 18. But the background of this scripture was that there was a battle. A lot was captured in battle. And Abraham had to go and rescue Lot. And the Bible said in Genesis 14, 18, that Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was priest of the Most High God. And he blessed Abraham and said, Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has delivered you out of, delivered you from your enemies, your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a tithe of all. This is a very important scripture. Don't forget because I'll be referring to it. And he gave him a tithe of all. Melchizedek was described as king of righteousness, king of peace. This was not an ordinary person you are seeing. This man was a type of Christ. The Bible describes him that he didn't have beginning of days. There was no record about him. He just appeared on the scene. And the Bible said he's king of righteousness and king of peace. He was a type of Christ. And Christ, you know, conquered sin and death and brought peace into the world. Melchizedek was the king of peace. The Bible said Abraham gave him the tithe of all. And he also blessed Abraham by the most high God who is the possessor of the end of the earth. This particular scripture has nothing to do with the Mosaic law, which has not come into existence at all. So even before the law of Moses, which we call the law, which some people are confused about, and they think tithe is under the law. Tithe is not under the law. It was before the law. And the first time tithing was practiced is this time when Abraham went from battle and he was going and had a spouse of war and met this Melchizedek, who is a type of Christ, and gave him a tithe of all. Keep that in your spirit. Hallelujah. Something written in the Old Testament doesn't mean that because it's in the Old Testament, it's in the law. When we're talking about the law, we're talking about the Mosaic law. Hallelujah. The Bible says that we, we are the seed of Abraham, and we are coming under the order of Melchizedek. Christ is a priest after the order of Melchizedek. There were other priests in the Bible after other order. We have the Levitical priest. We have Aaron and his group. But the priest that Christ comes from, is from the order of Melchizedek. As time goes on, we'll talk more about that. Jesus, our high priest, you realize that he also served communion. 
to the disciples, when Melchizedek met Abraham and received the tithe, he gave him communion. This is Old Testament we are talking about, but he gave him communion. Just as Jesus served communion to his disciples, he was a type of Christ. Hallelujah. Hebrews 7, let me just give you a little bit of scripture about some of the things I've said. Hebrews 7, I'll read from 1 to 3. Because of time, I'll start reading mine from here. Okay. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him too, please. To whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all. This is being mentioned in the New Testament. Abraham gave a title, but first, being interpretation, the king of righteousness. And after that also, the king of peace, which is the king of peace. Without father, without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like unto the son of God, abideth a priest continually. Are you understanding where he's coming from? He's coming from a lineage of eternal priesthood. This is where Melchizedek came from. So that's why we say he's a type of Christ. And he's the first person who received tithe from Abraham. Hallelujah. And when you go to verse 15, verse 15 of the same scripture it says, And it is far more evident in the likeness of Melchizedek there arises another priest who has come not according to the law of a fleshly commandment, but according to the power of an endless life. For he testifies, you are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. I'm very excited. I was very excited. I was preparing, and I'm still excited now. He's telling you, between Melchizedek and Christ, he said, these people are from the same kind of priesthood. He said, you, Jesus, you are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. And this is the one who received tithes from Abraham. Hallelujah. Amen. So if we say we are the seed of Abraham, then we are not part of the Levitical priesthood, which you know, we are in the order of Melchizedek because that is the eternal priesthood. So what we do is after Christ, who was in the same order with Melchizedek. Let's go to, that's Abraham. Let's go to Jacob. God always refers to himself as God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and God of Jacob. And there was a time when Jacob was traveling from Bathsheba towards Haran. When he was tired and fell asleep, and he began to, began to see uh, a revelation. The heaven was open. There was a ladder between heaven and hell. Angels were going and coming. He encountered the God of Abraham who spoke to him the same message that he gave to Abraham and said, all this land, I've given it to you and to your descendants. When Jacob woke up, he realized he had had a divine encounter. And he, what, let's see what he said. Genesis 28. He made a vow to God. Genesis 28. We'll read from 20. Then Jacob made a vow. Jacob made a vow saying, If God will be with me and keep me this way that I'm going, and gives me bread to eat and clothing to put on, so that I come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God, and this stone which I have set as a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will surely give you a tenth. He's following after the God of Abraham and he's practicing what Abraham practiced when he met Melchizedek. He's in the same order. He said, if you help me and you take me in and you bring me back to my father's house, 
everything that I have, I'm going to give you a tenth. Here you see tithe also working. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. This is the life that they led. Let's come to Israel. Talked about Abraham. We talked about, I, we talked about Abraham, Jacob. Now let's come to Israel. The revelation of tithe continued even among the Israelites. All the tribe of Israel tied to the Levitical priests. All of them tied. Numbers 18. Let's look at it, 21. They tied to them while they also performed the priestly duties. Behold, I've given the children of Levi all the tithes in Israel as an inheritance in return for the work which they performed the work of the tabernacle of meeting. Hereafter, the children of Israel shall not come near the tabernacle of meeting, lest they bear their sin. He said, there's a place in the tabernacle of meeting. Children of Israel, don't come there. I've given this work to the Levitical priests. Don't come there. When you come there, you could die. Give them the tithes and let them use the tithes to take care of themselves and do that work which I've given unto them. Today, the roles are a little bit different. The curtain that separated the laity from the clergy has been broken into two because the high priest has been sacrificed for us. But we still have the fivefold ministry who are equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. So we are all kings and priests right now, but the fivefold ministry have been taxed by God to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Teach the word, preach the word of God in season and out of season. Give revelation, give illumination, give understanding to what I've said in my word. Go and spend your time and study my word and get the meaning and revelation, understanding of my word. Bring it to my people. Let my people take the word. Let it build them up. Let it encourage them and strengthen them to live a victorious Christian life. Let them go out into the field, do the work of ministry in their own way, and do also their own work. Let them bring the ties to take care of the fivefold ministry that are to spend their time and their lives looking into scripture and being a blessing to the people. Shout hallelujah. Amen. So what the Bible is saying that take care of those who minister to you. Bible says they give you spiritual things. Give them carnal things. They'll give you spiritual things. Give them carnal things. That is the exchange. There is an exchange that goes on in the realms of the spirit. It's unseen, but it is there. He who gives a prophet in the name of the prophet will receive a prophet's reward. Shout hallelujah. That means the anointing, the blessing, the grace, and that which God has put on the life of that servant of God, automatically you become a partaker of it. The person goes to fast, the person goes to pray, the person goes to seek God, and there is a certain level of anointing that is upon the person's life. When you give, you are a partaker of that anointing. You may not fast and pray for that anointing to work in your life, but by the, there's an exchange that goes on. There is a spiritual exchange because of the word that says, if you give to a prophet, you will get a prophet's reward. Shout hallelujah. May all those who have given, 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 given your tithe and given to the men and the women of God who labor 
in the house of God, may you receive the reward that follows them. In the name of Jesus. Oh, shout hallelujah. I know there's a lot of confusion in people's minds about tithing. So as a Holy Ghost, let the people get it. So the devil will not confuse anybody because when you begin to tithe, your life will transform. You are respecting God. You are honoring God. You are saluting God. You are telling God, it's because of you. That is why I'm here. Without you, I'm nothing. This is what I got. Take your portion. It belongs to you. Shout hallelujah. Amen. Okay, did we read the scripture? Numbers 18, 21. Yes, we just read it. Said, I've given the, the children of Levi's Okay, let's read it. I don't remember reading. Behold, I've given the children of Levi all the tithes in Israel as an inheritance. That's right. It's their inheritance for the work that they do. Amen. Let's look at Nehemiah 10 37. Nehemiah 10 37. It says, To bring the first fruits of our dough, our offerings, the fruits of all kinds of trees, the new wine and oil to the priests to the storerooms of the house of our God, and to bring the tithes of our land to the Levites, for the Levites should receive the tithes of all our farming communities. That is what they used to take care of the Levites. It was for the upkeep of the, of the Levites. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm excited in my spirit. I don't know why. Deuteronomy 14, 22. You shall truly tithe all the increase of your grain that the fruit produces year by year. Truly. Somebody say, truly. Truly. May God help you to be true to him. Not to man. Oh, not to man. May God help you. Say, God help me. God help me to be true to you and to honor you with my tithe. That your irrevocable blessings will rest upon my life, my family, and my generations in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There are other things about tithe. If you don't tithe now, we just leave those things. I don't want you to get confused. But there are other things that I really don't want to go into. But in those days, if you don't pay, when you come, you have to pay 20%. God is a big businessman, more than you. <laughs> More than the banks. So you say you want to borrow the tithe. Okay, when you are coming, no, it's not 10% again. 20%. We are not wiser than God. You have taken the money. You have used the money. The exchange rate is now gone low. Then you have come by saying, hey God, here is my tithe. He said 20%. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. So if I'm you, I'll remove it right now. I don't want any 20% matter. Ryan, I said, God, I love you with the love of the Lord. Here is your, your money. It's for you. Holiness unto the Lord. 10% holiness. I was paid yesterday. Holiness, I bring it today. Hallelujah. God is good. And all the time. Now we are going to the tithe of the tithe. Tell your neighbor the tithe of the tithe. All the 12 tribes of Israel, they will tithe unto the Levitical priest. Now, the Levitical priest also would tithe unto Aaron and his household. Amazing. God is the God of order. Say order. They to the tithe to Aaron and his household. Nehemiah 10, 38. And the priest and the descendants of Aaron shall be with the Levites when the Levites receive the tithe. 
and the Levites shall bring a tenth of the tithes to the house of the Lord, to the rooms of the storehouse of God. Some churches take the tenth of the tithes and they put it away so that they, they use it for ministers and ministries that come into the church to work. Some give it to their high priest. Our high priest is our bishop. So I can go there and say, praise the Lord, man of God. I bring my tithe to you. Give a big clap offering to Jesus. Some of you are not clapping. You don't like it. Say mercy. I'm teaching you the word. Give. Obey God. We will come to things. We are getting there. Hallelujah. I've got only a few minutes, so I am moving it. I'm not rushing too much, am I? You are okay? Praise the Lord. Okay, now we talked about the tithe. Now let's talk about where to take our tithe. I just mentioned one of them. That is where the, the place where God's name is recorded, Deuteronomy 12. The place where God's name is recorded from 10. Deuteronomy 12, 10, it says, But when you cross over the Jordan and dwell in the land which the Lord your God is giving you to inherit, and he gives you rest from all your enemies run about, so that you dwell in safety, then there will be a place where the Lord chooses to make his name abide. You shall bring all that I command you, your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tithes, and your heave offerings of your land, and all the choice offerings which you vow to the Lord. I'll talk about it, but let's read another one. Um, Malachi 3.10, you know that. Bring all your tithes to the storehouse that there may be food in the, my house. Try me now this. In this, says the Lord, I will, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, such a blessing that there will be no room to contain. So in the Old Testament, it said, the place where I put my name, I have said all of you go to Bethel. I have said all of you go to the temple of Solomon. You take your tithe there, the place where God's name is recorded, the tabernacle or the temple in those days. And he also calls it his storehouse. That is the storehouse of God. That is why God also put the monies that comes in to take care of the people who are doing his work for him. God cannot come from heaven and be holding paychecks and say, um, Reverend Olivia, this is your paycheck. For the work that, no, 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 no. There's divine order. He has given instructions here. The same way when you are here and you say, I'm going to China. No, don't go there. Um, you are going to America. <laughs> not now. Just take your time. You go another time. Right now, we are not going there yet. Hallelujah. You go to America. Say America. Right now, later on, you can go to China. You know? <laughs> so... Then now you are thinking of how you are going to pay yourself. No, there's order in the system. You know how things must be done. Jesus is sitting at the rise on the throne of God. But there's order about how to take care of the people who are working in his house. Hallelujah. So the place where his name is recorded and also the storehouse. Amen. Now the tabernacle is now Christ. He is the tabernacle of God. And we are his body. He is the head. We are the body. He is the tabernacle of God. So the place where we gather, the body of Christ gather, that is where his name is, where two or three are gathered in my name. There I am in their midst. God is in our midst. That is the place where he has put his name. Oh, shout hallelujah. This is where God's name is. So we gather here, and this is the storehouse of God. So we bring our tithes 
to the place where the storehouse is. That is a place where he has recorded his name. That is why you see people kneeling at the altar, the place where God has recorded his name. Why is it a place where God has recorded his name? Because we, the church, the body of Christ, it's because of us. That is why this is the name. If we are not here, it's just simple like that. But you and I, we are careers of God. Careers of God. We are the body of Christ. So when we come, that is church. Hallelujah. It's not about the building. It's about me and you coming together. And that is church. So we come together. And then his name is here. We worship him. And we bring our tithes unto him. Hallelujah. Okay. Now let's go to tithing in the New Testament. Tithing in the New Testament. You will see that you don't see a whole lot of scriptures which confuses people about tithing in the New Testament. But tithing was not anything new that Jesus was now coming to teach. The thing was already being practiced. And the people in the Old Testament, they already knew about tithing. And they had revelation about it, so they were doing it. These were not strange people at all. They all knew about tithing. It was something they've been practicing all the time in the Old Testament. And some people are confused because they didn't start teaching tithe. From the days of Abraham, tithe was being taught. And the people leave it. They pass the message on from generation to generation. So it was something that they already knew. But I'll give you more interesting scriptures to make you know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Some say we are not tithing again. It's of the, no, no, no. It's nailed to the cross. Tithing was not nailed to the cross. Our sins were nailed to the cross, but tithing was not nailed to the cross. We are still practicing it. It was not nailed to any cross. How do you expect the church of God to march on? How can the church of God march on? God also has, people are doing uh, taxes and all that. They copied all from the Bible. That's where they saw all those things from. But we, we understand those ones. But we, we do understand the one in the Bible. The new covenant continues from the Abrahamic covenant. That's why, that's why we say we are the seed of Abraham. That is why the Abraham gave to Melchizedek, whose priesthood is an eternal priesthood. And that is why we have Jesus, our eternal priest, forever. And we also pay tithes to his priesthood in his church, where his name is. Oh, hallelujah. So because Abraham's, the Abraham of the Abrahamic covenant, and we say we are the seed of Abraham. You see the lineage we are coming from. And the things that go on in our lineage, that is what we practice. Jesus taught Titan, really? Yes. Matthew 23, 23. For those who don't get it, I'm going to go through for you to see. He said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin. And have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice, mercy, and truth. These you ought to have done without leaving the others. He said, you these people, you are hypocrites. You are paying your tithe. And you are telling everybody we are paying our tithe. We are paying our tithe. Everything is not just tithe paying. Apart from tithe paying, there are some other things too that you're supposed to have added to type pain. Jesus didn't say stop paying tithe. You people stop paying tithe. You are hypocrites. Stop paying tithe. No. He said these you should have done without neglecting the others. That means continue paying your tithe. But don't forget matters of judgment. Don't forget matters of faith. And don't forget matters of mercy because they could be very
very judgmental people. So he said, it's good you are paying your tithe. Yes, I like that. You are supposed to do that. But there are other things too that I have brought to add to what you were already doing, which you are not dealing with. Remember how the Pharisees went, if you go and heal somebody on the Sabbath, they say, hey. If you do this, they say they were not merciful, they were judgmental, and they had a whole lot of things. And Jesus was telling them that now it's a work of faith. Don't come and be worrying people and not letting people, you know, serve me the way they should. You yourself, you are not getting revelation. You, are, you don't understand that the thing is about faith. And all you do is complaining and grumbling about people. Yes, it's good. You are paying time. Correct. You have done well. Don't forget mercy. Don't forget judgment. And don't forget faith. Praise the Lord. Oh, only one person is clapping. Good word. That's better. Somebody even stood up. I love that. Praise the Lord. Are you going to pay your tithe? Are you going to pay your tithe? May God bless you. Hallelujah. Listen to an interesting scripture. Matthew 5.20. For I say to you, that unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of God. He said, you're right. these people say they are very, very righteous. The level of righteousness of the people is that they are paying tithes in. Those are spices. Oh, look, these little, little spices. Even with small, small spices that they get, they are paying small, small tithes, even on the spices. That's how righteous they were. And he said, unless your righteousness passes these people, you will enter the kingdom of God. But I thank God that through Christ, our righteousness has passed them 100%. Hallelujah. Through Christ. Say through Christ. Through Christ. And Christ didn't come and say, stop paying tithe. No. He came and said, you people, pay your tithe. But add other things to it. So that righteousness, we have the righteousness of Christ. But we are adding some of the principles that we learn from our forefathers in the Old Testament. Oh, hallelujah. Are you being blessed? Let me give you, I think, probably my last or soul scripture. Last scripture and we'll be done. That is in Mark 12, 13 to 17. Some people came to Jesus, the Pharisees and the Herodians. They came and said, every time they want to trap Jesus, they want to find something wrong with him. So they came and they said, let's read from 13. Then they sent to him some of the Pharisees and Herodians to catch him in his words. When they had come, they said to him, teacher, we know that you are true and that you care about no one, for you do not regard the person of men, but teach the way of the Lord in truth. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar? They were waiting for Jesus. They don't pay any tax. Only pay something else, which I'll come to. Don't pay tax. They were waiting so that they were going to bring trouble on him. They didn't know who they were dealing with. Shall we pay or shall we not pay? But he, knowing that hypocrisy, said to them, why do you test me? Bring me a denarius that I may see. So they brought it, and he said to them, whose image and inscription is on this? And they said, Caesar's, proudly and loudly. Jesus answered and said, render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. What belongs to Caesar? The taxes belong to Caesar. Give Caesar his tax. Pay your tithes. Don't say because of tithing you are not paying your taxes. Give Caesar's own to him. And give God's own to him. God's own is the tithe. 
and they already knew about the tithe and they were not complaining about tithe. They wanted Jesus to say they shouldn't pay tax. So they went report to the Romans and say, this guy is saying we shouldn't pay tax. Then he said, give what belongs to Caesar to Caesar and what belongs to God to God. The tithe is the Lord. I read it to you. It is holy. Say it is holy. It is holy. It belongs to God. Oh, shout hallelujah. Finally, Paul on tithing. That's long. I'm not going to read it. But 1 Corinthians 9, 1 to 14. There, he talked about the old covenant and those who served at the altar. And he said, those who served at the altar need to be supported with things that come from the altar. Shout hallelujah. Those who served at the altar need, need to be supported with the things that come from the altar. Please bow down your heads. This one is a very serious thing for me spiritually. I don't want the devil to confuse anybody's mind. So I want the Holy Spirit to minister to you so that the devil will not deceive you to fall in any trap that will mess you up. Lord, I've given your word to your people and I pray for them that you will help them by your spirit. Let them walk in revelation and understanding of the finished work of the cross and of all the things and the doctrines that you have taught us in your word. Let the devil not deceive anyone. Bless the work of the hands of your people. Honor them. Refresh their lives. Give unto them. Open doors for them. Honor them. Give them great things. Blessings. Open doors. In this year of harvest, let them not struggle in the church. We release jobs. We release jobs. We release contracts. We release open doors. We release financial breakthroughs. Huge ones. Great ones. Mighty ones. Double harvest. Oh my God, surprise your people, oh God. Surprise your people with the abundance that is coming to them this year. So that they can come to your temple with a bumper harvest, oh God, to take care of the people that serve at the altar. We give you praise. We give you thanks. We give you adoration in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah.